Long ago in ancient Mesopotamia, a civilization laid the foundations for Christianity, but in ways one might not expect. Hosts Denise and Buddy Wood go on a spiritual and thought-provoking journey, uncovering and exploring some of Christianity's hidden truths. Join us as we unveil and explore the mystery that is the remnants of Ur. Welcome to Remnants of Ur. My name is Denise Wood. And my name is Buddy Wood. In our last episode, we evaluated the apostles' actions after the death of Christ and compared their new religious structure to the teachings of Jesus. This is episode 28, entitled Revelation, and coincides with chapter 16 of the book, Remnants of Ur. When I was younger, I was fascinated by the book of Revelation. It was difficult to understand, but I loved it. In my 20s, I binge-watched the preachers on TBN who called themselves end-time prophets, and they were very convincing that Jesus was coming back any day. I was so excited. That was 40 years ago, and I was always taught that Jesus is coming back to destroy the wicked people of the world who did not accept the blood sacrifice that God offered up for their sins and that God was also going to destroy the earth at the same time. This teaching has been prevalent throughout the last century, and I believe that it has greatly contributed to the destruction of our planet because it is ingrained in so many people that, hey, if God's going to just destroy the earth anyway, then uh, why do we need to take care of it? Today, I see the book of Revelation in a whole different light, and it is the perfect ending of a 4,000-year story. It makes perfect sense now. During these podcasts, we have taken a journey back into history, as recorded by the Bible, and a certain theme has surfaced over and over. Right now, I just want to take a few minutes to recap this 4,000-year-old story. As we've discussed in the episodes of this podcast, the story begins with Abram living in a highly religious society that sacrificed animals and humans to their gods. The city was Ur in Mesopotamia, which was a neighboring city of Babylon. Abram discovered a spiritual force that was able to communicate with his spirit, and he realized that he had discovered the one and only true God which instructed him to leave his culture. Although Abram left his physical homeland, he took some of the cultural practices along with him. Centuries later, Abraham's descendants had adopted a strict religion filled with the same cultural practices as the ones that Abram was supposed to walk away from, mainly blood sacrifice. Several prophets came to Abram's descendants to say, Hey, God does not want blood sacrifice. He just wants you to know him and to be kind to others. One of those prophets was stoned to death, and the other one was sawn in two. Finally, a man named Jesus came along and referred to God as his father because he had such a close relationship with the Spirit of God, the same Spirit that communicated with Abraham. Jesus showed great compassion For the people and showed evidence of the kingdom of God by healing, delivering, and counseling the people. He was the perfect example of what the prophets were saying that God wanted his people to be. Jesus knew the heart of God and was kind to humanity. 
Just like they hated the prophets, the religious leaders loathed Jesus and continually plotted to destroy him. Jesus showed them what he thought about their blood sacrificial practices by turning over the money tables in the temple and setting all the sacrificial animals free. It is probably that outburst in the temple that got Jesus arrested, and the man known as the Son of God was brutally murdered by Abraham's descendants, the men who loved religion more than the Spirit of God. And then the religious leaders proceeded to murder anyone they could get their hands on who followed the teachings of Christ. In all this chaos, the religion of Christianity was birthed. Their doctrine proclaims that God offered up His Son as a human sacrifice for the sins of humanity. This doctrine is straight out of the blood-sacrificial culture that Abraham was instructed to leave. Now here comes the final chapter of Revelation. It is time for the trial to see who will receive the wrath of God. Is it a wicked world? Who could God be so angry with that he is seeking revenge? And who is worthy to dole out the wrath of God? Suddenly, before the throne, a lamb appears, as if it had been slain. The term slain means violently murdered. Just for clarification, if Jesus was the sacrificial lamb that Christianity teaches, then according to Jewish custom, the lamb would have been handled gently by associate, who ensures that the slightest notch is removed from his blade so that the animal does not feel any pain during the death as the blood is drained from its body. The sacrificial lamb would not have been spit upon, whipped, beaten, and nailed to a cross during its horrific murder. So let's think this through. Who would God be angry at? How about the ones who cold-bloodedly murdered the prophets and then mutilated his well-beloved son? And what about the ones who have lied about God being the instigator of the brutal murder of his son? Yeah, he's angry all right. However, in the book of Revelation, he still gives people a chance to come clean and to avoid the final judgment. That is what the book of Revelation is all about. It is about God giving people chance after chance as he turns up the heat one notch at a time in order to burn the love of the spirit of religion out of their hearts. The spirit of religion is what murdered Christ, the well-beloved Son of the Father, and that spirit is alive and well in the Christian church today. The book of Revelation is the final showdown between the Spirit of God and the evil spirit that loves power and control over other humans. Jesus did not start the Christian church. It is not even built upon his teachings, and God is planning to destroy it. God is saying it is time to come out of Babylon, my people, wash your robes and make them clean. Realize that the blood of the Lamb is not to erase your sins, and God certainly didn't orchestrate Christ's murder. But the blood of Jesus was unfortunately shed 
and it should show us who the enemy is. That is how you overcome by the blood of the Lamb. You realize the truth, and you reject the enemy of religion. When you are devoted to your Christian religion, you are sleeping with the whore of Babylon, who is drunk with the blood of the saints. In Revelation chapter 18, God is calling his people to come out of Babylon so they will not receive of her plagues of death, mourning, famine, and to be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judges her. Those of you who are spiritual and can receive this, rejoice, because this is your morning star to give you a heads up that the sunrise is coming. Google it. The morning star is Venus, the brightest star in the sky before sunrise. And Christ promises the morning star to those who keep his works till the end. The Lord said, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. So the book of Revelation is the perfect ending of the story that started 4,000 years ago when Abram left Ur. God has been trying to communicate with humans this whole time that he does not want blood sacrifice. That is an ancient Mesopotamian practice that he has been trying to get humans to give up, but humans cannot hear it because they are deafened by the religion that they love. In the 21st chapter of Revelations, the battle is over and there is peace on earth. John sees the spiritual kingdom of God descending from heaven, and interestingly, there is no temple in the New Jerusalem. There is no place for people to sacrifice blood any longer. And I saw heaven opened up, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he does judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself, and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. That's all for this episode. Thanks for joining us. If you're interested, our book, Remnants of Ur, is available on Amazon. If you have any questions or comments, our email is remnantsover at gmail.com. <laughs>